You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR Studio inside Petco Park. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. A little bit of a change of plans. I know I promised you, Will Myers, but you know what? When the owner of the ball club shows up, he takes precedence. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> Managing partner Peter Seidler yeah. joining us. Peter, great to have you. Good to see you. And uh, one, one thing I know is I'm not more important than Will Myers. <laughs> well, you're making all the decisions of what's going on here. It's been an exciting year. We're going to go over sort of the state of the union. But first of all, before you're an owner, I know you're a fan of baseball. So watching that home run last night off the bat of Hunter Renfro going 435 feet on the top of the Western Metal Supply Building, Pretty exciting, huh? It, it was almost unreal. I was just talking to, to Mike D about it because I, I was in the back of the owner's box sitting in a chair and, and watching the game on television, and the ball went off his bat, and I think I said to somebody, you got to watch this. <laughs> and it was like it took, you know, 10 minutes to come down, and then it landed on the top of the Western uh, Metal Building. Yeah, uh, the kids got some power, huh? No doubt about it. Yeah. I, mean, I think we all expected it was going to happen at some point, but we didn't know who it was going to be. And not bad to have your rookie come up and take care yeah, of business, not, huh? Not, not that fast, honestly. You know, I'm not okay. He's going to run into one before the season's out and yada, yada. And, you know, but tw- like 11, 12 RBIs right. in, in, tw- in 48 hours. I'm going, wait a minute. Yeah. You know, no, he's, ta- he's getting taking care of business, no question about it. And, it, and it's sort of the – the cherry on top, when you look at this season and, and coming into the season, we knew there were going to be a lot of changes. And, it, and it's not easy to turn a, an ocean liner around in, in a season, but you guys have done it. I mean, we can talk about A.J. Preller and Andy, and they've been tremendous in this whole thing. But to see what's going on now with these young players up here, this is sort of what we've been waiting for. It's exciting. And I, and I think, you know, speaking uh, from an ownership perspective, um, you, you know, uh, my partner Ron Fowler and I heard a lot of opinions um, and did a lot of analysis, and I think um, we made the decision we, we have to take a half a step back if we're going to take a couple of steps forward, and then uh, with the objective being to be good for five or ten years consecutively. We don't want to just, like, try to find magic and be good for a moment and then go back down, and I think the way to do that and uh, just about any knowledgeable sports fan in, in any sport um, – ultimately comes to this conclusion you have to do it with homegrown talent and we were talking about earlier peter you talk about the kids we just brought up you know and and the impact they're making and how comfortable they look they came in prepared to be major league players and they look like it they're blending right in and that's the whole idea of of, bringing them through the ranks and getting them game ready for major league baseball and this is a it's a great point we we talk a lot about aj preller we talk a lot about andy green um, what we don't talk a lot about is our player development right. professionals and names that people don't know, but people like Sam Ganey, <laughs> who runs our minor leagues, and um, Riley Westman, who runs our player development, um, uh, the, the, the scouts, the coaches. Um, we, um, as an organization, put a lot of care into uh, when a player gets to Petco Park, he's ready. He's That's not right. overwhelmed. He's not scared he's not overly cocky he's ready and I think not just with Hunter Renfro but we've seen it with um, uh, Manny Margot I mean you know the, the great thing about uh, some of the young kids that are coming up for us now is 
Um, what do you like? You like a pitcher that throws 95? We got a couple of those. You like big power? We obviously <laughs> just talked about that. You like amazing speed? Take a look at Manny Margot. So well, and, and you got it's guy, happening. And you got a yeah. guy behind the plate that's very, really comfortable, yep. knows, you know, knows how to you know, catch a major league pitcher, frame pitches, does a great job behind the plate. You know, the intangibles, you're just you're seeing it, and you just kind of walked right in and blended in. Yeah, yeah. And you were talking about that preparation, and we were just commenting how not one moment have we seen one kid look like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. They all right. look like they belong. Right. You know, that's a tribute to the development system. It is. I, I think, um, you know, there was a lot of um, excitement um, a year and a half ago when Preller made a bunch of trades, but what, was, what he was doing behind the scenes that a lot of people – we're not talking about then is he was building a great staff and a, and a great organization at all levels of our baseball operations. And I think the fruits of that are starting to come in now. And I think the last time I was on the show here a month ago, we talked about all the teenagers that we've signed from around the world. Most of those kids are going to be two, three, four, five years away. Um, but it's the, the excitement that we have now with Margot, Renfro, Hedges, and others is not going to be unique to what people see over the next several years. We have more young players coming, probably more of them, mm. um, in the next uh, one, two, three, four years. So it's getting exciting here. Yep. Yeah, and, and they're controllable from the business side. I mean, you know. That's I, right. And it that's matters. good. That's a real yeah. positive. And I, that's really – and I think about that – and all of a sudden, then when you make it that point, you got to make some tough business decisions. These young core, these 16-year-olds, potentially be ready about that time, and that, that's how you have, have a successful franchise. So at this point, early in the season, Peter, we were talking about June, July, August, really the crucible months of this organization in terms of the destiny being set in place. Looking back on it now, it went pretty well, I would say. We're happy. Yeah. Um, we're happy. The plan came together. Now we mentioned the player development people. Now all these kids are being handed over to our uh, player development professionals. And, you know, it's a, it's a lot of work, not just, you know, training a very talented 16, 17, 18-year-old to be a great baseball player, but also to develop life skills and personal skills and, you know, to be a caring human in the community, things that uh, make for a well-rounded person. Typically, a well-rounded person um, that's stable is going to, you know, on the margin, help make that guy a better baseball player, too. So we put a lot of care into the baseball side and, and also into the uh, personal development side. Well, we also, you know, I, I know a little thing with the sixth and seventh, you know, bringing a lot of these young kids over here to introduce them to Petco Park. Right. Which I think is really, really special. Let them get a workout, compete a little bit. Nothing wrong with that at all. Oh, not at all. Yeah, Thursday. Baseball's done here, regular season right now, but some more baseball coming, right? right. So they'll be, they'll uh, be the back at the game. end of next, you know, well, baseball will be back here at the end of next week with all of our, tr all of our uh, top prospects here working out, playing in exhibition games. And I think, um, you know, as we talk about the, the Renfros and the Margos and others that are coming up, um, one of the things that I've also um, received a consistent amount of feedback on is how much fun – our players are to watch the um, the style of Andy Green, the culture, you know, the aggressiveness, the fearlessness, um, going from first to third. And once in a while, you know, the you know we might get uh, slide into third base and get thrown out. I don't but pick on Dickerson like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not singling anybody. We're, out. we're working on his speed. <laughs> you want guys to be aggressive. But, you know, Margot stealing yeah. third base yesterday when he kind of uh, fooled the third baseman and got under the tag and. Uh, we would rather make errors of aggression than errors of being passive. And I think that that's going to be – that is our culture now. It's going to stay that way. I think 
what people the the attitude and approach that people saw this year under Andy Green is what um, uh, we can expect to enjoy for years to I'm come. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Peter, real quick, you've had a chance to be around some of the great broadcasters of yeah. all time. You spent time with Vince Scully over in the Dodger organization, of course. Now Dick Enberg having his last home broadcast. Can you share any thoughts or stories about either one of these icons? Well, um, I think one thing that comes to mind as relates to both of them is, is as um, incredible as they both are as Hall of Fame announcers and broadcasters, they're both very humble people and really um, Hall of Fame people as well. Uh, Dick's a neighbor, and, and um, you know, in about half an hour, we have a pregame ceremony for him on the field, which I would encourage people that are watching this show now to um, also catch that. There's going to be a, f uh, a few surprises um, that uh, not even Dick knows about right All now. Right. It's going to be a great <laughs> ceremony, and... Um, Heck, I, I could um, I could listen to Dick, uh, you know, announce somebody pouring a cup of coffee. He's that special, <laughs> and we're going to miss him. Yeah. Look forward to seeing all that. It's going to hey. be some, yeah. some surprises, it sounds like. But final comment on these kids that we're trying to train to be Padres. We're trying to train them, uh, and, I'm, and I'm not uh, just saying that because Randy's right here, but Randy um, in his post-baseball career has given so much back to – the Padres organization into the San Diego community, and so many of us really appreciate it. And hey. this is, at the end of the year, it's my chance to say thank you for yeah, all that. I love doing and Bob, well you as well. Thanks. Yeah. I love yeah, doing he, it. he does an amazing job you know. being an yeah. ambassador in the community. Nobody so. does it better than Randy. Yeah. Peter, yeah. thanks so much for thanks, joining guys. us. It's been great, great to be all here. season long thanks, sharing Peter. the vision of the organization with us, and uh, keep up the great work. Yeah, right back at all you. Right. Thank you. Thanks, Peter. All appreciate right. it. Hey, more Padres Social Hour when we come back. Hey, mark your calendars. We were talking about the Padre Futures game, Padre Futures game at Petco Park on Friday, October 7th at 7, 10 p.m. This will be your first chance to see these top prospects that we're talking about. They'll play right here at Petco Park. Free general admission tickets for the general public are available now at padres.com slash futures game. Will Myers, I promise you this time he's coming up right here on Padres Social Hour.